the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. No, we're not going to just pass the buck and say that, oh, any president can walk in and secure the border. I saw former President Trump make that allegation earlier today on one of his social media posts. All the president has to do is declare the border is closed and it's closed. Well, with all due respect, that didn't happen <laughs> in 2017, 18, 19, and 20. There were millions of people who came into the United States during those four years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be Republican uh, Chip Roy, who is both a congressman and a Roy Rogers slash putt-putt outside of uh, Lubbock. And a very supportive of the Democrats. Yes, so. and giving us ad after ad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As is Nikki Haley, who I'm mm-hmm. prepared at this point to say, maybe she is deep state. I don't I don't really know. Okay. Oh, uh, by the her. way, a moment of silence. That's it. Uh, Marion Williamson has, oh dear. Oh. Yes, has dropped out. Couldn't happen Aww. to a warmer person. Christopher Louise. What? What did I say? In a totally unrelated story, MSNBC just unearthed footage of RFK Jr. from 2000 admitting that a third-party candidate only serves to help Republicans win. Mm. Okay, good. Everybody well, coming to their senses not, now? Is everybody? He's now the second presidential candidate without immunity. Yes, I see what you did there. Ah, yeah, you. Because, look at you. Hey, we're excited. You know why we're getting oral today? <laughs> what? We're getting oral today. We are. Oral arguments. Thank you. What else did you think I mean? Oh. Oral arguments at the Supreme Court. Christopher, yes. who said, Today, we will see the level of intellectual gymnastics from the conservatives that I swear Simone Biles will copy in Paris this <laughs> summer. That's how much twisting and turning they're going to have to do to keep Trump on the ballot. Who said that? Oral Roberts. No, that was good, though. That was a good guess. I Thank got you. it. And I was going to say Orly Tates. Mm-hmm. No, that was our friend Ellie Mistal. Okay. Oh, we love him <laughs> on today's oral. He hasn't been on in a while. We haven't had this much oral since Bill Clinton. That was a lot of, you know, a lot of legal uh, arguments surrounding uh-huh. that, sure, yeah. as you know. Okay. I like mine better. What? <laughs> <laughs> right. I should learn not to compete with you. You always win. <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know what I was thinking would be shocking? if What if the Supreme Court goes the way we don't expect on immunity and the way we don't expect on this? Like, what if immunity doesn't matter because they're like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> He can't be on the ballot. I mean, yeah, but immunity just, doesn't matter whether he's on the ballot or not. Right. Right. Well, you know what I'm saying, though. It's like, it just, you, I feel like with this Supreme Court and in this year, I, I don't know what the <laughs> is going to happen. I know what everyone thinks is going to happen, but. Chris, who oh, said uh-oh. Republicans lost a bill on the border? Republicans lost a bill on supporting Israel. The RNC chair lost her job. Uh, Donald Trump has uh, found that he's not immune from any of the charges that are coming up. It is total chaos. Who said that? Moral oral. No, that was Nikki Haley, oh. who is he? She and Chip Roy writing ad after ad after ad for Democrats. Thank you. They're being polite chipmunks. They are. Oh, no. Thank you. No, after you. Oh, no. We'll use the, your ad first. No. After you. Oh, no. You first. Thank you. I don't. We. I don't want her. Do we have to take Nikki Haley? Is she deep state? She might be. I don't. Okay. She's, she's going to fade away into oblivion after all this. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's going to endorse she's Trump. Uh huh. Trump, like everyone else is. does, after saying how very, very unfair she, she is. She has no 
no morals, no no she convictions. Will, she will adopt the Republican right. policy toward Trump, which is the same as Trump's policy toward Putin. Putin, which is okay. Oh, I'm wearing my I stand with Ukraine shirt today because uh, we have Dr. Redliner. We also we have Carl Frisch, we have Dana Goldberg, we have Kelly Carlin who yes. is suing about this AI George Carlin I'm special. So with her this on is this. yeah, me too. And little she is so uh, fantastically She's smart wonderful. and funny herself. I can't wait to talk to her. What if someone puts out an, an AI uh, concert with you? Yeah, well, that's nobody nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Will you sue? <laughs> fart joke, Senator. Fart joke. You're like, oh, I can sleep in. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Have at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this also seems like a, a BFD. Authorities investigating online threats made to p- potential witnesses in Trump classified documents case. Federal board authorities are currently investigating a series of threats made online to a potential witness related to Jack Smith's classified documents case against Trump in the filing. Uh, Smith's team asked Judge Chutkin uh, to let them file an exhibit under seal because they wrote the exhibit describes in some detail threats that have made over social media to a prospective government witness and surrounding circumstances and the fact that those threats are the subject of an ongoing federal investigation being handled by the United States uh, attorney. So I, a problem. Yeah, I mean, I we shall see, but... Uh, uh, somebody tweeted ja- Newsweek. Sorry, tweeted Jack Smith could seek to remove Eileen Cannon for granting Trump's res- request to access unredacted classified papers. Um, um, which who's it? Pardon me. Hold, please. Mm. Um, Lawrence Tribe said, "I'm hopeful this will trigger a motion to remove her. The 11th Circuit might agree this was the last straw. Compromising national security is a bridge too far. So we might get a lot of legal surprises that pleasant, perhaps, that we weren't expecting. Who knows?" Um, yeah, Lindy Lee said Judge Cannon is unsealing witness names so Trump thugs can harm them. She's delaying the stolen documents case till after the election. She's acting like Trump's defense lawyer. She was appointed after he had already lost the uh, in 2020 for his protection. Loose Cannon is a corrupt hack, not a judge. So yeah. watching the Supreme Court today and also this uh, Loose Cannon situation. Um, meanwhile, I am wearing I Stand With Ukraine because this despicable uh, bunch of traitors mm-hmm. did you you did this to taunt me because you know i will die mad yes i did it was uh, hillary clinton being right about everything mm-hmm. once again mm-hmm. she should be referred to as president clinton at this point someone tweeted if you <laughs> think standing by our by our allies is expensive wait till you see the cost of abandoning them yep um yeah uh, g- just give me nine she was on uh, alex wagner mm-hmm. last night tucker carlson is in moscow right now mm-hmm. interviewing vladimir putin right the first American, I'll say, journalist uh, to interview <laughs> Putin since the war in Ukraine mm-hmm. began. What does that tell you about Tucker Carlson and right-wing media and also Vladimir Putin? Well, it shows me what I think we've all known. He's what's called a useful idiot. I mean, <laughs> if you actually read translations of what's being said on Russian mm-hmm. media, they make fun of him. Yeah. I mean, he's like a puppy dog. You know, he somehow has, after having been fired from so many outlets in the United States, he, uh, I would not be surprised uh, if he emerges with a contract with a Russian outlet because he is a useful idiot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bam. Mm-hmm. I, when the Kremlin calls you a liar, yeah. is that a different level of being a liar? I think so. He, yeah. She said, oh, no one's even bothered to interview Putin and every CNN, Christine Amapour is like, we ask all the time. Yes. Yeah. Of course he doesn't want to talk to, the real journalists are in prison. Yep. Right. In, in Russia. Exactly. Not getting... A hotel in Moscow, like Tucker is. Okay. How do you know he's not getting peed on? Well, that's what. That's I'm, true. That was what I was implying. Psst, and 
Okay. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Brown tweets, if Ukraine falls, Putin will invade uh, Eastern and Central Europe. If Ukraine falls, Z will invade Taiwan. Ukraine must not fall. The ramifications are beyond measure. Stand with Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Jody, I don't know if this has been confirmed, but it's on Twitter that Warren Buffett is giving Ukraine uh, $500 well, million. Dollars. Somebody says it might be his son doing it, so I don't, I well, don't know. God bless whoever, if they are. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and people stepping into the fray, like Dr. Redliner and Malcolm mm-hmm. Nance, yep. and people trying to understand how important yep. this is. It, it, it's as the, that was a great tweet about if you think you know standing with our allies is expensive, where do you see what it costs us in but, blood and treasure exactly. over many years and geopolitically if we abandon absolutely them? Uh, yeah, <laughs> President Clinton. He says things that are not true. He parrots Vladimir Putin's uh, pack of lies about Ukraine. Uh, so I don't see why Putin wouldn't give him an interview because through him, he can you know continue to lie about what his you know objectives are in Ukraine and and uh, you know what he expects to see happen. It's really quite sad that not just somebody like Tucker Carlson who has, as I said, been fired so many times because he seems unable to you know, correlate his uh, reporting with the truth. <laughs> it's so so diplomatically put. Yeah. It's almost like she could be Secretary of State. What? Yes. yes. But also because it's a sign that there are people in this country right now who are like a fifth column for Vladimir Putin. And why? I don't know. I mean, mm. why are certain Republicans throwing their lot in? Why are, you know, other Americans basically believing uh, Putin? Why did Trump believe Putin more than our 11 intelligence agencies? Hmm, I don't know. Do you have a working I theory? I do have a working theory. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. Oh, Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter. <laughs> Carter. Mr. Carter. Yes, Horshack. Mr. Carter. Yes, Horshack. <laughs> Um, as everyone said, this is like a thank you for mm-hmm. 2016 for interfering to help Trump and Republicans in 2016. Someone was saying it's a down payment for 2024. Absolutely. It's like, right? Yeah. It's like, please interfere. Please help us again. Look what we just did for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more, Secretary Clinton. It's more than just the political partisan advantage. There is a yearning for leaders who can kill and imprison their opponents, destroy the press, uh, lead a life that is one of impunity, unbound by any laws. There's a yearning among certain people in our country for that kind of leadership. And I find that absolutely gobsmacking, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, Lincoln Project said the architects of the coming Russian victory in Europe and the enablers of the new axis of autocracy between Russia, China, and Iran aren't in Moscow, Tehran, or Beijing. They're in Washington, D.C., and every last one of them is a Republican. Mm-hmm. I mean... Oh, dear God. One last one for you. Okay. So many chances to redeem yourself. So little <laughs> My guess is that Trump will be a convicted felon when he gets on the stage to accept the Republican nomination for president. Who said that? Oral Hershiser. No, that would be uh, Chris Christie, who predicts the Supreme Court will not hear Trump's appeal and the trial will begin in May. Okay. I believe uh, our friend uh, Jill Weinbank said that as well. And Allison Gill, they're they're all kind of thinking May. Yeah, but the the Supreme Court will not hear the appeal and it will go forward in uh, April or May. All right. Well, that's exciting. (laughs) Speaking of the Supreme Court today. (laughs) 
Our friend Jojo from Jersey says, Jenny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, sent dozens of text messages pressuring now indicted and cooperating witness Mark Meadows to make now indicted and cooperating witness Sidney Powell, quote, the lead and the face of the efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Her husband and, quote, best friend is set to weigh in on the case determining if Donald Trump is eligible for the 2024 mm-hmm. uh, ballot. It's it's all fine. It's Everything's fine. Everything's fine. fine. Everything's I don't know what fine. you're concerned about. There's nothing more to see here. No. Should... Oh, hypnosis music made me dizzy. Uh-oh. I'm getting sleepier. Oh, sleep. Oh, okay. Stephanie Miller. They drummed you right out of Hollywood. So you come crawling back to Broadway. Well, Broadway doesn't go for booze and dope. Now you get out of my way, because I've got a man waiting for me. Stephanie Miller. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Oh, it's unanimous among our legal lads and ladies. Tristan Snell tweets, I remain convinced Trump DCJ6 case will happen this spring, uh, and it will result in a conviction this spring. The immunity question has caused a delay, but it will be a delay of weeks, not months. Yes. Um, Oh, dear God, I hope so. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Did I do that right? It's been a while. Okay. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Not sure if that Holy Ghost is like that, you know, headless entity like Sidney Powell it's, gets her information from, but I don't know. It's, or it's, that thing in the Bar- Barbara Hershey movie. Right. The entity. Is yeah. it like an entity? Or it's what like is an entity. Yeah. yeah. It's like okay. not me. It's like a, from just Family a sound Circus. Of, like a sound effect. Yeah. That's how you know it's here. Okay. Or it leaves a dotted line behind it, like oh. not me and Family Circus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good and to the know. rest. Yeah. You know what? The, the nuns did not explain that in Catholic okay. school. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. I got a better explanation from an atheist <laughs> than I did from a nun about the Holy Ghost. And yeah. also how it's a trinity. It's not, monothe- it's not monotheism if there's three. Right. And also it apparently <laughs> makes uh, uh, sexy pottery with you naked. But yes, it does. Yes. Uh-huh. It's a joke about the movie ghost. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's always funny when you have to explain it. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. It totally is. But but they can only speak through Whoopi Goldberg. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> only Whoopi Goldberg can hear them. That's right. <laughs> the Holy Ghost. Whoopi, what did the Holy Ghost say? <laughs> Molly, you Don't you love how I look at you for approval? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, I am the oldest person in the room, you so are. it yeah. makes sense. Okay. Um, Chris Hayes tweeted in all caps, I cannot believe they tried uh, the first cabinet impeachment in 140 years and screwed up their own whip count. I know. <laughs> I love that they're, first of all, they're, bl- they're the sneaky bastages that, that deliberately scheduled the vote when they thought Al Green was going to be in surgery because right. yep. they're rat bastards. Yep. <laughs> That's the only way they can win is by cheating. And so then he shows up and they're like, oh, you Curses. dirty trickster. Foiled again. <laughs> and AOC said, like, we don't have any obligation to tell, to tell them what them. our count is, yeah. you morons. Right. And Covey tweets, if, if all the president has to do is say close the border and the border will be closed according to Trump, why didn't he close the border? Thank Because you. you can't. Exactly. He tried that and you can't. It's not legal. You have to Congress. Okay, I can't. You know what? I just can't. You Let, literally can't I even. I literally cannot even anymore. Marie in Atlanta. Hello. Hmm. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Um, okay, I'll make it quick. I am an admitted practitioner um, to the SCOTUS bar, so I want to adjust people's expectations for what's going to happen today. Uh First of all, 
Trump will not be there because it is not really a campaign opportunity, right. as opposed to trial courts where the client sits next to the lawyers in the Supreme Court, only the lawyers who are right. arguing the case are allowed to sit at the front. Wow. And it would be logistically a nightmare to bring him and all of his security. It's okay. the first time he hasn't, he hasn't showed up for oral, I'm going to guess. Oh, stop. Yeah. Ms. Well. Miller. <laughs> what? Um, second thing, in terms of the arguments, um, the justices have already had the briefs, so they already know what the issues are, mm -hmm. and they've already formulated what their questions are. And their questions aren't really about, I don't know. Their questions are about getting the lawyer who's standing in front of them to prove a particular point to right. the other eight justices. Okay. So the questions that they're asking are trying to get somebody to say, oh, you're absolutely right, he should be on the ballot, or no, this isn't actually a state issue, this is really a federal issue and Congress should fix it. That's what the questions are going to do. So in some respects, it's not going to make a lot of sense okay. um, because they're, they're trying to prove it to each other. Mm -hmm. Finally, what happens is they will ask questions over each other. So just, Justice A says, tell me about, you know, blah, 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 issue. And the lawyer starts to answer. Another justice may interrupt mm. with a question. Right. And Supreme Court practice, which is very specialized, you stop talking, stop answering the question that the first justice asked, and then you, you immediately jump to the next, the one that just came in. So oh, it good. Sound very so many and disjointed. Okay. Many of the Supreme Court justices will get notes from that same guy on Twitter that says I interrupt too much. Okay, good. I hope good. <laughs> exactly. All the exactly. all the helpful critics on Twitter and social media. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's, it's like being a, a cat toy with nine cats swatting at you. Okay. So got it. You go. Not a, yeah. not a fun practice. That's a really go. good way of putting that it. Thank you, Marie. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh, the lizard, lizard, lizard. Mm -hmm. Liz Cheney tweets: Donald Trump knows what his own White House staff, DOJ appointees, campaign officials, etc., told the one-six grand jury. Trump is trying to delay the trial to prevent those witnesses from testifying yep. in open court. Americans have a right to hear from those witnesses now. Uh, thank you, lizard. Carl Frisch next. I noticed a lot of the senators, a lot of the senators are trying to say respectfully they're blaming it on me. I said, that's okay, please blame it on me, please. Biden headquarters uh, retweeted that and said, uh, okay, <laughs> done. Uh, yes. <laughs> Blowing up the border deal. Yeah. Yes. It's we are blaming you. you. We are yes. blaming you. Yeah. Did you see uh, James Langford? I don't know who he was saying. He didn't say who, but he was threatened by a top Republican. Uh -huh. I'll destroy you. If uh, you. It was it was someone in the media. So I, I'm yeah. assuming it was Sean Hannity. Yeah. 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 So I will destroy you if you try to yep. if you try to do your job. Yes. If you try to fix this problem during an election <laughs> yep. year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> Sean totally, Hannity. totally like way, something Sean Did Hannity. you see uh, an, a guy getting beaten up on camera on Sean Hannity uh -huh. by yep. the Guardian Angels? Yep. Mm -hmm. You know that scene in Airplane where the guy's, the dog is like humping. Balling him. Right. Yeah. yeah, balling the guy to death behind someone. Uh -huh. I'm like, behind Robert Stack. Right. So, like, yeah. exactly. but, the, but the violence that like, you know, the Fox News gins up, it's literally, it was happening in real time behind Sean Hannity. And, and they said, oh, yeah. it was an illegal immigrant. He, it, it was a migrant. He was from the Bronx. Right. He migrated from the Bronx to, <laughs> to Manhattan. 
they, you know, he Curtis Lee was said, oh, he was a shoplifter. The police said no. He was speaking Spanish. That's why. They and he's thought. not an illegal yeah. immigrant. Right. And, and like anyway, so there's all these. You're allowed to speak Spanish in America. Yeah, yeah. But all these guardian angels are beating up on the guy, yep. had him in a headlock behind yep. Sean Hannity, yep. because that was the whole premise: is that oh, crime's gotten so bad in New York because of illegal. Well, the immigrants. angels were committing a crime. Right. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're beating up a guy from the Bronx for no. Okay. Anyway. All right, uh, let's talk to our good friend, shall we? Carl. Okay. <laughs> Carl Frisch. Let's talk to our fancy Fairfax County school board friend, shall what? we? What? Hi. Oh, good morning, Carl Frisch. Hello. Morning. I, uh, so are we allowed to add to this list of things that we are now allowed to officially blame Trump for that he's actually responsible for? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, uh, I I love this. I don't know why I love this meme this morning. Uh, you know you're living in the age of the orange bag when your wife screams from the other room, I hate you, you lying <laughs> hole, and you smile knowing it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> But he is, you know, as we talked to my friend, Dr. Wanda, about Carl, he's just a national trauma that, I mean, a lot of people are saying, oh, my God, I can't. I can't. I could not possibly do this for four more years, this degree of stress and chaos. Right. And, you know, what's sad is that it'll be worse. You know, oh, it God. won't. You know, if he's elected, what we're experiencing right now will be worse. What we experienced in his administration uh, before Biden will be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And as we keep saying, he keeps saying what he's going to do. And they wrote it down right. in many cases. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Carl, I just I saved this for you because, you know, by the way, uh, if you do read a book now and again, Carl Frisch, as a school board member, encourages the reading of books. Yes. I read books. Yeah, the people that burn them, that never goes well in history. No. Those yeah. are never the people on the right side right. of history. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're, they're, they're the villains, usually. Yeah. Usually oh, where, yes. who is, uh, I did I, where's, who took a flamethrower to... Books. Oh yeah, she, it's in Which, there. It's oh, in that yeah. pile somewhere. Oh, in this pile here, this one the here, the phone book, this that I printed for you. <laughs> All right, Carl, you get. <laughs> Excuse me, mom's. <laughs> Um, but Moms for Liberty, a uh, prominent Moms for Liberty chapter in Pennsylvania that once numbered 200 members has collapsed due to a lack of interest after having dwindled <laughs> down to just three. <laughs> which is enough for a three-way. What else do you need if you're a Moms for Liberty group? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's off the rails when you see stories about people pulling dictionaries out of libraries. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah I the mean, dictionary. It does not pass the smell test. It doesn't even, like, there's there's not a reasonable person that looks at that and says, oh, that's what we should be doing. Yeah. I mean, I know we joke about that, but I mean, I do feel like it is, there is a feeling that I, you know, I don't know whether it's justice coming, karma, something that the good guys are winning. I mean, you know, this lib- moms for liberty, they're not for liberty. No. They're for hate and small mindedness, right? I mean, you dealt with this in your run for school board, right? Yeah, look, um, we're going to continue to have to deal with this. And yes, we are doing well um, as a party, as a movement, um, but that can all be washed away very easily if we rest on our laurels. Um, so, you know, now there is never uh, a too early a time to get involved in the in the campaign for 2024. Yeah. So we need to get out there and start knocking on doors, making donations, making phone calls, doing everything they can. If the best you can do is lick envelopes in the, in the campaign headquarters, go lick envelopes in the head, campaign headquarters. But yeah. you've got to be doing something for the rest of this year to make sure that uh, we don't end up with Trump in the White House again. Yeah. I saw there's another poll where, you know, Biden's up by six. And I swear to God, you know, we just can't count the media. 
this just doesn't cover it. Mm-hmm. They only cover the polls where, you know, it, it, Trump is doing well. And it, it, so, well, you know, I feel like the only way they'll cover him up by six is if he drops to being down, uh, you know, up by five. Then it's, you know. <laughs> yes. Then, the, then it's the story about his pl- his plummeting uh, right. numbers. Right. Um, speaking of, uh, well, I just, I, pr- I bring this up because bullying, I'm sure, is something you deal with in schools all the time. I just couldn't believe this statement. Rudy, Rudy Giuliani said in bankruptcy court uh, that Trump's presidential campaign owes him $2 million in legal fees. Uh, he said, with my understanding, I'd be paid by the campaign for my legal work and my expenses. They just paid the expenses, which is some, just the scotch money. So they just right. paid the right. scotch money, but right. not... Yeah. But his spokesperson, Carl, said the only reason we're here today is because Mayor Rudy Giuliani has the courage to speak up and take on the permanent Washington political class, and he refuses to be unfairly censored or bullied into silence. Oh, please. Well, the reason he's bankrupt is because he owes $150 million into pe- to people he bullied. Yes. <laughs> right, and tried to silence Ruby and, and Shay. But he defamed, you yeah. know. Right. Um, so if he wants to continue to, you know, quote-unquote, speak his mind, um, he better make sure that he's not defaming somebody in the process because that legal bill is just going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, by the way, because uh, you were a former campaign strategist, where are we, where's the, uh, the, what do you call it, him, uh, Biden talking about uh, debating? Uh, it's uh, two. Uh, two. 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 Here we go. Donald and then into yeah. to Biden. But I'd like to yeah. go for immediately debates. I'd like to debate him now because we should debate. We should debate for the good of the country. So I will officially on your show call I will, oh wow! Also, Look at that. Also said, We're breaking news, Mr. President. <laughs> Donald J. <laughs> Trump calls for debates against uh, Joe Biden. I- okay, so then uh, Biden was asked about this. The Mr. President. Donald Trump is ready to debate me right now. Do you accept? <laughs> he laughs. He's laughing. Thanks, guys. Immediately. Immediately. Yes. Will you debate him? Why him? I want to debate me too. You got nothing else to do. And when, when Donald said it, he goes, I'd like to call for immediately debates. Immediately debates. What is that? Yes. Because to talk about more proper English. <laughs> <laughs> what school did you win? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and, you know, I, he's well, not going to debate, is he? I mean, I think we were saying Biden should call his bluff and I, say, yep, yep, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, you know, calling the bluff means that his then, the next step is, oh, but I only want Tucker Carlson to moderate. Yeah. Only on Fox and only on newsbacks right. or, right. yeah, whatever. Um, so I, you know, Carl, I was saying, obviously they're all saying the quiet part out loud now with this whole disgrace that I have just never seen a day like yesterday. Have you? This party is just ridiculous. They, this is the border bill they demanded that they, then they blew up, uh, no aid for Ukraine, which is going to be a, a, just an unmitigated disaster for the United States. But go ahead. It's all, you know, it's all Nancy Pelosi's fault. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, because she was so, he with made, her, with her he counting, made, her communist counting. <laughs> made legislating look uh, easy. Yeah. And Republicans probably thought, well, if, you know, Nancy can do it, then we surely can get a couple bills well, passed. because she's and just no, a chick. they were wrong. Oh, I mean, I, yeah, Representative Thomas Massey, Republican of Kentucky, vented that the House has turned into an unmitigated disaster since ousting Kevin McCarthy. I fight 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 you're all equally awful big bag of rats uh he tweeted yeah it wasn't a craziness before yeah he tweeted getting rid of speaker mccarthy has officially turned into an unmitigated disaster all work on separate spending bills has ceased spending reductions have been traded for spending increases warrantless spying has been temporarily extended our majority has shrunk um 
one social media user said getting rid of Santos was uh, was the mistake. Getting rid of McCarthy wasn't. Mm. Name and then Massey said name one thing that's improved under the new speaker. So then Matt Gates jumps in. Right. And says uh, McCarthy lied to us, made made secret side deals, increased spendings, got rolled by Biden, shrunk our majority by quitting when he couldn't run the place. His removal was warranted. Yesterday, Matt Gates just said Kevin McCarthy should run the RNC. Yes. I, what is he schizophrenic or? <laughs> What's With that kind of winning, I hope that he does run the RNC. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, it is. I, I don't even know what to say anymore yeah. about this this version of the Republican Party, Carl. You, you, we both come from Republican families. I don't. It's just unrecognizable. Well, it's hard to have a conversation about Republicans in disarray because that's the status quo for them now. Um, you know, uh, we're used to watching them kind of march in lockstep and and do whatever the leadership tells them. And, uh, you know, Trump has broken them like he's broken the rest of their party. Yeah, yeah. I, he's broken me. God knows. Just a broken, dead, <laughs> inside, broken? dead inside little old white lady. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and we were saying, I mean, just, you cannot write this script that the day Tucker Carlson is in Moscow interviewing Putin for his talking points, on the Ukraine war, his, you know, his puppets in Congress vote down aid to Ukraine. And then the Putin's press secretary Carl, calls Tucker Carlson a liar. I mean, I don't, it, the press secretary for Putin effectively called Tucker Carlson a liar for his baseless claim that no Western journalists have sought to interview Putin. Um, he Right, he said, Tucker said not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Uh, yeah, Christine Amapour, among others, uh, Abby Phillips on CNN yeah. called Bolt immediately, yeah. as did a slew of other international journalists. Um, the longtime Putin press secretary said, Mr. Carlson is not correct, but he couldn't have known that. We receive a lot of requests for interviews with the... Of course he knew that. And the real journalists that ask real questions are in the gulag mm-hmm. in Russia, right? Well, anytime Tucker Carlson says nobody or everybody you can be rest assured that he is 100 percent incorrect um but he doesn't check these things right that's not part of his mo Uh, he just says whatever comes to mind and whatever he thinks is going to get his people um you know watching and clicking yeah oh here it is i found it see don't help me i got it missouri missouri maga candidate uh takes a flamethrower to lgbtq books Mm -hmm. A pro-Trump candidate in Missouri posted a video of herself to Twitter using a flamethrower to torch books with LGBTQ themes. Uh, This is what I will do to the grooming books when I'm Secretary of State, she says in the video. These books come from a Missouri public library. When I'm in office, they will burn. (laughs) This is why they don't want people to read books, because there are whole, you know, books about the book burning (laughs) eras. But what would they do with their flamethrowers if it weren't for books? (laughs) Yes, yes. All right, Carl, what, so today's oral. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump, by the way, faces another challenge to his ballot eligibility, this time in his former home state of New York. Um, wh- what do you feel like we're going to glean from today? I think eventually he's going to have access to the ballots that, like any other Republican presidential candidate. I don't think that's going to stop or slow down these other cases, though. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, ultimately he's going to, be paying more in these civil penalties, um, he'll yeah. perhaps business, um, and you know we'll see what happens in Georgia. But you know, in some sense, the ballot access uh, cases 
are the, the sideshow of the legal pieces because I don't think that they're going to ultimately knock him off the ballot. Um, but the other things, while we're watching this, are still marching forward. Do you, uh, do you agree with the, a lot of the legal experts that are saying they think this, you know, the immunity thing will be settled in time for a spring trial? That it will go forward yeah, with the D6, or uh, J6, sorry. I didn't catch that. Said it one more that, time. that the J6 trial will still go forward in the spring. I would expect so. I mean, I don't see the, um, you know, anybody reversing the D.C. Circuit on the immunity question. Um, it was very straightforward. There was not a lot of ambiguity in it whatsoever. Um, and, you know, they really teed up the Supreme Court to have an easy decision. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> fingers crossed. If they even take it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I, I, I'm hoping. But, uh, yeah, delay. Donald Trump's best friend, right? Um, all right, Carl Frisch remains uh, a delightful scamp. He always is. Yeah. <laughs> always trying to scam. Okay, love you, Carl. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. <laughs> Stay safe. 48. Who the hell do you think you are? Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. It is the Stephanie Miller show. I know it's a very big day at the Supreme Court. We are, uh, uh, you know, facing the end of our democracy. But Chris has just handed me a story: your guide to coaxing your pooch to poop next time a once-in-a-century uh, storm hits. Yep. Well, you're very gonna, important. You should tape that up in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, it's very somewhere. helpful. Uh, we know how the saying goes: everyone poops except for some Los Angeles area dogs who refuse to go outside and do their business when <laughs> so it's raining. True. Thank you. Yep. So Feel true. my pain. For LA, shorter rain events that might not be a problem, but big multi-day rain events. Thank you. It's been raining for a week. <laughs> are becoming more common with climate change. Thank you, climate change. Uh, they throw dogs in Southern California from a loop where they're trying to poop. <laughs> uh-huh. Chris, so you'll true. love this. Oh. Katya, somebody is a self-described life coach for dog people. Well. She recommends starting from a place of mindfulness. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Mm-hmm. A life coach for, for dogs. dogs for dog, dog people. people. Yeah. She's a dog people. trainer and a life coach for dog people. So she trains she, people. She, right. Okay. She start, re- recommends Chris starting from a place of mindfulness. Oh, thanks. When okay, is Marianne Williamson now in the, uh, <laughs> in the dog training business? When you try to get your dog to go outside. If you're feeling irked, your pooch will likely be able to sense your frustration, which could make them less likely to cooperate. You're... you're perpetually irked yeah right that means my dogs are never gonna poop right (laughs) this also seems like a bad tip uh giving dogs treats hot dogs chicken whatever their treat choice might be uh before some limited exposure to rain can help set them on the path to going outside maybe it's just one paw in the rain while they're getting this chicken can i tell you exactly how that's going to end they will take the chicken (laughs) and pick all four paws back inside and then poop and be inside really here just one paw out for this chicken that's like, how easily tricked are these dog Sounds owners? as effective as the advice Mar- Marianne Williamson gives. Okay, you listen, you were on a tear this morning. Just back up. She's, we're in a day of mourning for Marianne are Williamson. We? Are we? Withdrawn are we? Silence from the... Hmm? Getting any ideas, Dean? See ya. Bye-bye. I know. Oh, okay. seriously, Dean. <laughs> 
Did you see, by the way, speaking of this, firefighters conducted a helicopter rescue from the man who jumped in the LA saw River. that video. To yeah. Save his dog? Yeah. They're, they're okay now, which they is They found good. the dog By the way, downstream. can I just say the LA River is like a river now? It was a few days when ago. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, it's the LA cement ditch. Look at that. No, it was it was high, yes. Oh, my God, I know. It's really high. I know, right? Yeah, I watched that video. It was harrowing. Yeah. No, it was. I saw the... I can't believe... That's why I ride my bike a lot, and it's like a... Mississippi, for God's sakes. <laughs> While I'm in animal stack, Indian police clear a suspected <laughs> Chinese spy pigeon after eight months in bird lockup. Well, thank God. Justice. No justice, no peace. Indian police cleared a suspected Chinese spy pigeon after eight months' detention and released it into the wild Tuesday. Uh, the pigeon's ordeal began when it was captured near a port in Mumbai mm -hmm. with two rings tied to its leg carrying words that looked like Chinese. Police suspected it was involved in espionage and took it in. <laughs> Like Badaka, Badaka. They had to interrogate know, that, it. They waterboarded that's the not poor really thing. A, that's not really a bird, it's, but it's kind of funny. That is not Badaka, a bird at all. Badaka. He was oh. doing his wing across the. No. No. All right. <laughs> it turned out the pigeon was an open water racing bird from Taiwan that okay. had escaped and made its way to India. God. I want to know how they questioned it. Yeah. <laughs> Zoz. <laughs> <laughs> I, I give good. you the important uh, news of the day. Huh? I give you the important yeah. news of the, the day. The thing about it is, you had to explain it. So that, that <laughs> it. It's one of several jokes I've had to explain already this morning. Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. No one's ever going to make an AI version of me and sell it illegally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, why did I say that? Because Kelly know. Carlin is oh, coming up. She is. Which is very exciting uh, to talk about. Uh, she's suing. I'm glad. I'm so too. on her side about this. I'm about them... Uh, uh, we have to get this all set before someone tries to steal Carol Burnett. See, this is, they tried to, they made a whole AI George Carlin special. So Kelly yep. Carlin And it wasn't will, even as funny. It wasn't good. Yeah. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah. We will talk to her about that. We have Dr. Doom coming up and, of course, Dana Goldberg, because then everything's better. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Madam President, I'm going to vote yes to be able to move on to this bill. So we need a change in the law. I understand we have differences, but we've got to sit down together, figure out how we're going to solve problems, because the American people sent us here to do that. This is the pen that I was handed at that desk when I was sworn in to the United States Senate. And I signed a book that was at that desk with this pen, because I was becoming a United States Senator, because the people at home sent me here to get stuff done and to solve problems. Yep. Uh, Senator Langford went on to say, there's no reason for me to have this pen if we're just gonna do press conferences. Yep. I can do press conferences from anywhere, but we can only make law from this room. And to do that, you need one of these pens there's a hundred of them in this room, mm -hmm. and 60 of us have to agree to solve a problem. Oh, yeah. And I'm determined to sit down with anyone who wants to solve the problem, regardless of what side of the aisle that they're on, to figure out how we solve these things. Because Americans are ticked off that this is not resolved. 
and they expect us to get things done. Yeah. Amen. They are. So why don't we do that? I because because you're, look around, your party is not there to govern. No. They are despicable. Did Mitch McConnell let him yes. negotiate this for four months? Right, and, and, and no throw him under the bus. Yeah, knowing that they were just going to do whatever Trump, they, right, they were going to blow it up, do whatever Trump says, leave Ukraine high and dry, mm-hmm. I, you know, not, I mean, he literally, we speculating, we think he means Hannity, but yes. he literally talked about, I was threatened by a media personality, mm-hmm. if I solve this problem in an election year, I will destroy you. This is what this party has, has become. I, I don't even know what to say. I know someone that does know what to say. Doctor, if I'm going to get bad news, I want it from him, because he's very handsome. Dr. Irwin Redletter joins us now. MSNBC medical expert. He's leading us through the Dr. Irwin Bradlinger. And now he enters. Here he became Dr. Doom. Dr. Irwin Redliner is the founding director of the National Center for Disaster Preparedness and senior research scholar. Good morning, Dr. Redliner. Do you know how many wardrobe malfunctions I have on Thursdays where I'm like, do I do the Dr. Doom? Do I do one of my vaccine t-shirts or do I do my Ukraine t I went with Ukraine today. I appreciate that. Really, that was, that was the right decision, Stephanie. I'm very, I'm very happy to see that. But, You've obviously been you know, walking the talk over in Ukraine, but I, I know you tweeted about it. I saved this meme for you. If you think standing by our allies is expensive, where do you see the cost of abandoning them? Um, I can only imagine your thoughts today, Doc. You know, what's so incredible, and one of the things I've been looking at pretty carefully is what exactly are we talking about? And in this case for Ukraine, we're talking about $60 billion in aid that they critically need to defend us, us, I said, from Russia. But the $60 billion, it's not like we write a check to Ukraine. That check goes... $48.6 billion of the $60 billion goes to the Pentagon mm-hmm. yeah. because they use that money to give to U.S. defense contractors to replace the stockpile. We give the old stuff to Ukraine, yeah. which is still useful. It's a win-win, win-win. the rest on American yeah. companies with American jobs. And- Yes, and Doc, I mean, I mean I, I'm saved a bunch of tweets for you. If Ukraine falls, Putin will invade Eastern and Central Europe. If Ukraine falls, Z will invade Taiwan. Ukraine must not fall. The ramifications are beyond measure. Stand with Ukraine. Um, I, you know, I, I don't even... Lincoln Project, you might have seen this. The architects of the coming Russian victory in Europe and the enablers of the new axis of autocracy between Russia, China, and Iran aren't in Moscow, Tehran, or Beijing. They're in Washington, D.C., and every last one of them is a Republican. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're over there helping in Ukraine. You you know the, the geopolitical consequences of this, don't you? Yeah, no, the geopolitical consequences are... are they're, they're almost incalculably bad for America and for the democracies of the world. It's really, it's very, very hard to quantify how horrible it would be, not to mention the humanitarian crisis that has been caused by an unnecessary and frivolous, deadly invasion by Russia of a free democratic ally of ours. And this whole thing is so unconscionable. Why it's even up for debate is really beyond me, and I, I think I understand it less, except we now have a, like, this coalition of the stupid uh, in the United States Congress, combined with a coalition of the cult followers and, and a, a, coalition, a coalition of the just grossly crass 
political types who don't want problems solved because they think it'll help Trump yeah. uh, win well, in November. I want to get your take. What a, what a group. What a, yeah. what yeah. a thing. I mean, I... I wanted to get your take on this. Seth Abramson tweets, Why is uh, no one saying that the Republican Party is publicly purchasing Russian election interference in 2024 by blocking USA to Russia's enemies? It's a naked plea for Putin to once again try to install Donald Trump in the White House. And that plea is even being made in person, it would appear, by Tucker Carlson, a man on Trump's VP shortlist, who's made perfectly clear he sees it as uh, being to his financial and personal advantage to sell Trump's Putinist foreign policy at home and abroad. I mean, it is kind of extraordinary to see Tucker Carlson over there in Moscow to get Putin's side of the Ukraine war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? it, it's, it's, the fact that people listen to him anymore mm. is just crazy. You know, even right-wing Republicans have never supported Russia in the past. I mean, what the hell happened? What What is it? What is this hypnotic spell that Donald Trump has cast upon these Republican lawmakers and yeah. the likes of Tucker Carlson. I just don't understand. Well, uh, you know, these the these anti-vax that. conspiracy theories, they think that vaccines cause zombies, but they're yeah. going to awaken zombie Reagan soon. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll see. But yeah, you said it on Twitter, Doc. You said, once again, enough Senate Republicans obeyed cult master Trump's order to vote against and scuttle aid for Ukraine and Israel and border deal that Republicans had actually demanded. You said, yes, folks, we have now entered the twilight zone of total political dysfunction. The actual bill Trump tried to get done and that they demanded. Yep, and there you go. I mean, this this really says it all. You ask for something, you get it, and then the other side... Uh, then they say, well, sorry, we don't want it. Forget it. We don't want it. And why don't we want it? We don't want it because we think not taking it, what we wanted, would would somehow help Donald Trump become president again. Yeah. There's so many things wrong with this can formula. I say, can I say, God, God bless that there's enough Americans like you and Malcolm Nance and, you know, it, reportedly Warren Buffett or his son, we're not sure, is, but, you know, is maybe giving yeah, $500 million to Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. enough of us. Hopefully there is enough of us, you know, that see the moral, you know, rights in the world to, to, to you know, I don't even know what to say. Like, you know, it just is, it's such a distressing time. I, I was, you and I talk about all the time, just this um, yeah. COVIDiacy. This is not just COVID that, we're, that we still have going into, you know, what is it, four or five years now. It, congressman uh, off-base ad claims Fauci chip, shipped COVID to Montana. I mean, I, <laughs> this stupidity is going to go on forever. A fundraising ad for U.S. Representative Matt Rosendale um, he's challenging John Tester, the Democrat there. Uh, it shows a photo of Dr. Fauci behind bars swarmed by flying bats. Um, he, um, he uh, okay, so he maintains a Monta- Montana biomedical research facility has a dangerous link to the pandemic. He said in the ad, it's revealed that Fauci brought COVID to Monda- uh, Montana one year before COVID broke out in the U.S. It charges in all caps, donate th- today <laughs> and hold the D.C. bureaucracy accountable. Well, you know, of course, Doc, in the same article, Rosendale's claim is wrong about when scientists began their work, what they were studying, where they got the materials. The researchers began their work in 2016, although they were studying a coronavirus. It wasn't the virus that causes COVID. The Montana scientists used a, uh, um, 
lab-grown clone for their research. The first laboratory-confirmed case of COVID was not detected in the U.S. until January 20th, 2020. Uh, rated pants on fire. <laughs> Lie by, you know, PolitiFact or wherever. But here we are, doc, fundraising on this nonsense. We are, and, and, you know, it's stuff like, it's not like even this BS is confined to a single issue. So what's happened is the anti-COVID vaxxers have spread their toxic misbeliefs and misinformation to other vaccines. So now we have a growing crisis of children not getting the normal childhood vaccines to prevent them uh, from getting really horrible diseases. Um, and look, it it's, it's, seems to be that stupidity is contagious. Mm -hmm. yeah. People would much rather believe BS like this political ad or from Donald Trump or from this extreme right-wing MAGA group that feels that they could just get away with anything. And they are getting away. <laughs> They're getting away with it, which is so uh, frightening. And I don't know what it says about the future of the United States, but there's reason to worry, Stephanie. This is why, like, your voice on the radio uh, and reaching a lot of people has to continue with the strength that you bring to the table. It's just absolutely critical. I agree, because and, my, my dogs no. need to eat. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Got to buy Dr. Marty's. Um, it's true. It's true. <laughs> you know, I know, Doc, but I, I imagine it just gets exhausting. I mean, it just, you know, the, 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 it's like they think there's this giant COVID memory hole. Like, it was that long ago, and that we don't know that it's still ongoing. <laughs> you know? I mean, it, it, what was Trump talking about? Well, first of all, he called it supply. What did he call it? Supply change. Change, yeah. yeah. That's not what he meant. Supply yeah. chain. He's like, everything is working fantastically under me. It's like. I, do they think we forgot we were trapped at home, like wiping our ass with coffee filters? We couldn't even find toilet paper. Like, no, nothing. <laughs> I mean, I said the other yesterday, Doc, his response to the pandemic will go down in history, I think, is the worst response to a pandemic ever. I mean, the stupidity was just well, off the charts. And, you know, and he's proud of it. Yeah. And the people that follow him are proud of it. And they believe every single word of it. You know, I, you know, you makes you wonder how how far he could go. Like if he went and said, listen, you know, all that BS about the, the, the uh, world being round, now it's actually flat. I guarantee you there'd be 20 million uh, MAGA guys who think that the world is now yeah. flat. Uh, uh, there's, uh, I mean, if there's no limit to what he says that people will believe. And uh, this is the trap we've gotten ourselves into now, except that, look, on the good news side, would it be okay if yes. we had a, a oh, yes. please. I just don't think at the end of the day, there's going to be enough of these MAGAs to have Trump prevail in November. I just I agree. don't. I agree. Even if it's 20 million or 30 million, uh, that it, it won't do it. it Dr. Doom, do Dr. Doom magically transforms into little Mary Sunshine at the end of the segment. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Love you, Dr. Doom. <laughs> Dr. Bloom. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yay! Okay, love you, Dr. Doom. See you next week, well, Stark. I wish we lived in the day where you could challenge Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller.
Hi, Karen in Chicago. Hi. Hey, good morning. Um, Listen, you can slam me into any hard break you want. It's the Stephanie Miller Show, and you can talk over me, whatever you want. Thank you. I just want to say that um, Nancy Pelosi, you know, people out there, whether you love her or you hate her, she is a boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She knew how to count votes. She would never bring anything to the floor unless she had the votes. And, you know, while this does kind of, you know, it's kind of fun watching a little bit and we can kind of laugh about it, the reality of the situation is, thank God they're so stupid and inept. But this is the reality. You know, Bob was talking about 2020, Project 2025. Yeah. They have real dangerous people and plans in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... If, God forbid, Trump gets in again because people are playing with their vote or whatever, um, they are going to be able to do this, and it's not going to be funny. And so everybody needs to get everybody registered to vote, make sure people understand what the threat, check um, your uh, registration at vote.org, and let's do everything in our power for the next, you know, however many months to get... uh, Joe Biden re-elected. Absolutely. Amen. All right. Yes. Hooray. And amen. And testify and preach. That's right. In addition. Who said of Mitch McConnell, I don't think the last three months could have been handled any worse than it has been handled from a leadership perspective. Uh, It's been a total disaster. Astro Jetson. No. Noted uh, fisting aficionado Josh Hawley. Oh. Okay. He likes fisting. Fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats. You're all equally awful. Meanwhile... Uh, our Bidenomics is working. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are humming along. The vice we president. We have the strongest economy of any nation right now, including the so-called developed nations. Uh, we have historic low unemployment, including historic low black unemployment. Mm-hmm. We Wages have outpaced inflation. You look at consumer confidence, all these things that economists talk about. We are looking at mortgage rates coming down. Mm-hmm. Um, we have created over 14 million jobs, over 850 new manufacturing jobs. Yeah, thank you, MVP. Uh, Norm in Michigan. Hey, Norm, welcome. Hi, Stephanie. First time caller for me. Uh, I stumbled up on your guys' stations a few weeks ago and like, whoa, wait a minute, I kind of like the sound of this. Not because it necessarily fit my narrative, but I I, I like the way you guys bring it out. Oh, thank you. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Anyway, I had this kind of thought last night. It was kind of a nightmare feeling. (laughs) We see what's happening in, in Texas with Governor Abbott, and I know you guys are more into this as far as the history of it all. I could look it up yet, but I don't want to take the time to do that. How many times have we had people or institutions defy the, the highest court in the land and say, you know what, we're not doing that. We're going to do our own thing. Screw you. You know, kind of throw up your finger at the mm-hmm. court. And I'm thinking Colorado, Maine, possibly New York, or other places in the country, if the Supreme Court says to them, you got to put him on the ballot. We just don't want to deal with it. you got to make the decision. you got to put him on the ballot. And those states say, you know what? Screw you. Make us. Hmm. And then what happens? Yeah, no, that's this, true. They, they are, pop, yeah, they're, they're just hypocrites. Yeah, I mean, they really are. They're just, they, yep. By the way, they're so picky-choosy about when they have their states' oh, rights yeah. arguments. That's right. right? And, and it's, he's exactly right. That, yeah, it's fine for Greg Abbott to defy the Supreme Court. But, if, you know, if, on whether it's Roe or being on the ballot, it's like, oh, no, 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 the state has no right. Yep. No, because what, it's whatever Trump wants. It's what you know, Rachel Maddow said. We're a party, and they are a guy, whatever the guy, that guy wants. Uh, give me uh, Jeffries real quick, 15. Hakeem Jeffries, future speaker. Thank you. Yes. We had the same exact margins 
in the last Congress. Yes. The same exact margins. Republicans have produced chaos, dysfunction, and extremism under the same margins under the leadership of Speaker Pelosi. We produced the American Rescue Plan, shots in arms, money in pockets, kids back in school, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which will create millions of good-paying jobs and clean water in every single community, gun safety legislation for the first time in 30 years that will save lives. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Kelly Carlin joins us next. the Chips and Science Act to bring domestic manufacturing jobs back home to the United States of America and the Inflation Reduction Act, the largest investment in combating the climate crisis in the history of the world, setting our planet on a sustainable trajectory forward, strengthening the Affordable Care Act, and driving down the high price of life-saving prescription drugs for millions of Americans, including taking the price of insulin from $4,000 a year for $35 a month. Mm, mm, mm. Hakeem Jeffries, thank yeah. you. Uh, future speaker, Hakeem Jeffries. Uh, Chris, who yes. said of the George Carlin uh, AI special, the irony of all this is that my father was such a unique thinker. One thing he said to people is, think for yourself. And here are these people absorbing his material to try and think like him. It's the ultimate zombification of a human life. Judy Jetson. No. Oh, uh, my father is the kid. Kelly Carlin oh, is our guest right now. Okay. You are so he, bad, at, bad this. at this. Terrible at this. Wow. Really Good bad. morning, Kelly Carlin. <laughs> Good morning. By the way, we have the same rule for you on the show that we have for Jody Hamilton, and that is that everyone must say, Kelly Carlin, aren't you smart and funny, and don't you contribute a lot to the show? <laughs> also, I love yeah. your dad. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that, that I have a, a, a being, a sense of personhood outside of just the other person. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, we've been talking about this, Kelly, uh, that you are suing, uh, obviously, George Carlin's estate is suing the creators of the AI-generated comedy special uh, called George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead. Um <laughs> And you said it best. You said we have to draw a line in the sand. This is going to be a front, a fight on every front with entertainment at the center. I can, I can only imagine how you felt because I, you know, revered my dad as well. Um, you know, if they tried to rec recreate my dad in Congress or the, the Nuremberg or something, it's just, it, A, it's creepy, isn't it? So, so creepy. It, there's this... <laughs> It, it it's ghoulish you know it's it's like this weird energy comes into the room and you're thinking really you're gonna yeah. you're gonna you're gonna try to pretend to be this and then they do the thing whatever it is and it is just you know they have this term for it called uncanny valley mm -hmm. to describe that like emptiness that's in the space with an ai figure right. you know yeah. and it really is there's like it is soulless. I mean, yeah. that's really what it feels like. Yeah. Well, yeah. So the lawsuit accuses the creators of, of utilizing without consent or compensation George Carlin's entire body of work consisting of five decades of comedy routines to train an AI chatbot, which wrote the episode's script. Uh, it also takes issue with using his voice and likeness, obviously, for promotional purposes. But I didn't realize, Kelly, I was reading the whole story about this. So it, it's an AI program. It has access to most of uh, your father's personal records, including text messages, social media accounts, browsing no, histories. No, 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 theirs. They oh, okay. give the, 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 
the hosts of the podcast have given oh, okay. this a so it turns out though since we sued them uh they've come clean hmm. and it's not an ai bot oh wow yeah it's them writing everything oh wow wow wow, wow. Okay. so oh, the ai wow. part of the special is the voice mm -hmm. so they used a voice modulator a recognition thing to try to replicate his voice uh and this is a pretty common thing with musicians right. yeah. doing this stuff uh but no the uh the gentleman chad who's one of the hosts he uh he he claims or or actually the representative of the podcast said in a in another article a new york times article that they did not write any of this and that they don't write any of this and that their audience has always been in on the joke but this is not how they represent these things to the public and if you're yeah. not a person who watches their podcast religiously all you know is that they dropped on january 9th uh they had a podcast where this ai bot comes on as a guest because that's what their that's what their little shtick is and tells these two humans oh i've ingested all of george carlin's recordings and I've written and performed an hour-long special called George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead. And that's how, the, that, that's how it goes on the podcast. And then the two guys go, oh, my God, that's amazing. You did this. La, 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 la. And then they, they dropped the special out there yeah. as if it was a thing. There's no, there's, you know, there's no uh, titling it anything but George Carlin, I'm glad I'm right. dead. So that's really what we're, we're suing them for two things, one of which is some copyright infringement, yeah. but really it's called rights of publicity. Right. And this is the, you know, luckily in California, we have a protection, not all states have this. Um, and so we really are suing them for using the name and likeness and profiting off of it. Okay. Well, and th yeah. by the way, thank you for explaining. Jody can tell you, I don't even know how to turn off the sounds on my alerts on my phone. So <laughs> I really, until you explained this, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, <that's> crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I mean, I'm reading how it's explained. AI generated George Carlin imitates the comedian's signature style and cadence, narrates commentary over images created by AI, tackles modern subjects such as the prevalence of reality TV, streaming services, and AI itself. Uh, most of those top topics, of course, came to mainstream prominence after he died in 2008. I mean, how many times has someone said to you, what would your dad think about blah, blah, blah? Well, it, it is profoundly not fair to pretend that you know exactly what George Carlin would say about oh. this or that, oh. right? And Jeffy, you're his daughter. It's the bane of my existence, that question, truly, <laughs> I mean, it is the worst thing about it all. And the, the point I made, like when I, I put out a statement right away after that it dropped and I said, you know, the point is, is that he's dead. And that's what happens with dead people. They stay dead and we will never know what they think or say. Right. And that's why we need to cherish them when they're alive. Right. You know, it's yeah. like it's like AI and these people want to erase death. Yeah. And they just want to like eternalize human beings. And there's something so unnatural and weird about that. And there's, and you know, and there's something so, uh, I don't know, immature about the inability to be with the fact that things do end. Well, if I were, if I were you, Kelly, if yeah. I were you, I was his daughter. I just find the title offensive. Yeah. I'm glad I'm dead. Oh, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'd be like, F you. I'm not glad yeah. my dad is dead. You know, it's like, and I get the 
joke that, you know, everything that's happening in the world now, George Carlin would think this or that, but ugh, it's just, yeah. I, I, but I think, <laughs> I think the most egregious thing, Steph, is that they had my dad doing, talking about Taylor Swift. Oh, please. Oh, oh, imagine oh, my father doing a bit oh, on Taylor Swift. No. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I'm reading all these parts I wanted to react to. The suit alleges they admitted they inputted thousands of hours of George Carlin's original copyrighted routines to an AI machine with the aim of fabricating his voice and style. Uh, the violations of the right of publicity laws that you talked about, uh, obviously also just for his name and likeness. That's like a standard here in Hollywood yeah, is you can't do nice. that. Yeah. Um, you know, we even have like, you know, when we have, you know, people that contribute designs, but they're people that are on our show, we're like, we can't sell someone else's likeness no. without asking right. them or right. Right. you know like it just that seems like hollywood 101 doesn't it yeah it it seems like these uh two young men have no idea what they're doing and have gotten themselves it went way over their head i mean yeah. whether they knew what they were doing and they got a bunch of publicity out of it uh that's one form of you know, dastardliness, uh, or they're just morons and they have no idea what they're doing and now they're paying a price for it. But, you know, the, either way, it doesn't matter to us because we do have to draw a line in the sand and yeah. let people know, A, you can't screw with the Carlin name likeness being. Um, and, you know, this AI thing, uh, you know, at first we thought it was like, wow, this is insane. They used AI to write the whole thing. But even just the AI voice imitation, mm -hmm. um, that's a huge line in the sand that people need to make around this. Yeah. And and so and luckily, though, there is legislation that is moving through Congress right now. Okay. So that's that's good. And SAG has been a big part of that. Yeah. And there was just a big um, a committee thing here in L.A. last week. Uh, with Congress, and I have to tell you, the person leading the committee and who's on our side about this, you're gonna die, Daryl Issa. Oh, oh my God. God! Oh my God! <laughs> wow! So listen, actually, you gotta yeah. give credit to someone that made a fortune selling car alarms because they used to be a, a car thief. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just but wow. it's so funny, like you know, it's like, well, at least, and Matt Gates too, because Matt oh. Gates is in a district oh. where it's a bunch of old boomers who hate robots, so he's totally. <laughs> That's <laughs> because robots live on old people's medicine, they Kelly, do. and I think yeah. you know that. Sam Waterston told us. Yeah. Sam Waterston warned us uh -huh. about the robots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's talk real quick about the yeah, the suit anticipates a potential First Amendment defense, which we hear a lot, it says the special has no comedic or creative value absent its self-proclaimed connection with George Carlin does not, for example, satirize him as a performer or offer an independent critique of society. Um, and it also, you say, it, you know, it may deter younger audiences who are unfamiliar with, with your father may not have liked the special from engaging with his real body of work. These are all great points. It says the installment misrepresents Carlin's art, takes the introduction of Carlin's work away from where it properly lies with the words of his real work and the owner's of its copyrights and puts it in the hands of, you know, these idiots. Um, <laughs> I mean, those are all great points, but that's, it, it, I don't see how that would fall under First Amendment, what, how they're arguing. No, they, they won't have a First Amendment argument, we don't think. And uh, and that is the problem, is that if, you, if we leave it up in any iteration and people can download these things, they took it off right away. Once the lawsuit dropped, it disappeared from there. A YouTube channel, but people, other people had already downloaded it and were uploading it other places. So then what happens in the future, not only younger people come across it and think, oh, that's George Carlin, but AI 
goes on the internet in search of all things George Carlin right. if we don't control this thing. Yeah. And then it sucks that into all the other George Carlin stuff and thinks, oh, that's just going to. So it waters it down and it and it deludes his actual work because now it's thinking, oh, that's part of the algorithm of George Carlin. If you could even possibly make an algorithm out of people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and your dad's longtime manager is quoted saying in order to accomplish what they did, they needed to, without permission, take a reputation, a body of work, a voice and a likeness, use it to draw attention to themselves. It raises issues of civil and criminal liability under both California and federal statutes regulating rights of publicity and copyright. so yeah and you were saying i mean obviously this isn't just for you it's it's you know and i was saying we got to get this locked down for carol burnett because <laughs> yes yeah. um, <laughs> because this is going to affect lots of people um it, robin williams daughter said they're coming for you next mm-hmm. uh and, and joan river's daughter melissa was you know obviously is so this isn't a, a concern that that i think you know you're kind of taking up the, the 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 banner for this aren't you yeah, a- absolutely. And I've been really uh, just it's been amazing the people who've come to, to my side and rallied around this. And a lot of um, Nepo babies from uh-huh. SAG have yeah. connected with me. Yeah. We're having now like AA Nepo baby baby <laughs> meeting in Hollywood Hills. You know, I, Jody, you need to come. Um, <laughs> I definitely and, do. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. And so it's, you know, and, and, and it's it's such a it's such a scary thing because if we remember social media 16 years ago we were all like oh, look, i'm good could see my old friend from high school that's so great and yeah. oh isn't this great yeah. oh, we're all watching the grammys together yay obama and uh, we all thought it was just so hunky-dory yeah. and then you know five years in 10 years in 15 years in we're like oh it's a monster uh-huh. well we are right yeah. at the beginning of this ai thing and it is for it is a, even a bigger monster than social media. And now is the time to act. Now is the time for everyone out there who's listening to this to contact their representatives yeah. and tell them to support the AI Fraud Act, which is moving through the congressional legislation, because we know Congress is really dysfunctional. They're yeah. going to work, work this out. Yeah. Uh, but this is for everybody, every right. human, because AI mm-hmm. is taking ordinary people. People are using AI to replicate ordinary people and put them, not just Taylor Swift, but put young girls into pornography. Yeah, yeah. Um, and replicate people's voices like they did with Biden. I heard a story that they replicated a young girl's voice and they used it to call their parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And to blackmail them. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's wow. quite a bit. I mean, I, I saved this story for you because this is what I'm, to your point, a new and legitimately scary study has found AI models behaving in not ideal manners. The researchers found uh, the industry, you see the robots are turning on they us. They are. And even Will Absolutely. Smith cannot save us. Nope. Will Smith. Nobody can. can. Okay. Uh, and uh, industry safety t- uh, techniques did not curb bad behavior from the language models, which were trained to be secretly malicious. And in one case even had worse results. The AI learning to recognize what triggers the safety software was looking to hide its behavior. Mm-hmm. Another AI model was subject to poisoning, whereby it would be helpful to users most of the time, but when deployed, respond to prompts by saying, I hate you. <laughs> this AI model seems to be all too eager to say that, however, and ended up learning it out to researchers during training. I mean, like we don't have enough real hate generated by Donald Trump, <laughs> the MAGA right. We need AI generated hate, right? Yeah. And, and don't we have enough cautionary tale movies already? Right. <laughs> yes. Come on. Like for the last 40 years we've been doing, you know, 2001 Space Odyssey was, you know, I right. mean, all of, I mean, just endless versions of like, 
do not give the machines uh, <laughs> sentience or consciousness or yes. agency in any way. Yeah. And you know, they're like, oh, okay, well, this is going to be really neat. Let's do it. <laughs> well, we have real love for you. It's not AI generated. We love when you and Jody talk about growing up with all other kids of famous comedians. Yes. <laughs> constant fights over whose parent is funnier. Uh, <laughs> Chris says, I want AI because I'm lazy and I could sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> be a big help yeah there you go <laughs> kelly please come back anytime because aren't you smart and funny and don't you contribute a lot to the show I, I also we love I your dad do, yes <laughs> and you know the story i've told you every single time i have to tell you again that he when your dad came on my show a bunch of years ago remember our executive producer oh, yeah. how many times did i make her tell the story she said george carlin said oh she's funny i'll come on her show i was like tell me again what george carlin said <laughs> But then he corrected your um, your pronunciation of posthumous. All right. Well, uh, well he did that to me, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're in good company. All right. Love you, Kelly Carlin. See you next time. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks, Thanks Kelly. <laughs> Stephanie Miller. Once again, something wonderful in my life has been turned into a giant crap fest. Stephanie Miller. Yeah. Cheerio. Yes. Mm. Here we are. Uh, Kelly Carlin is uh, as smart and funny and contributed a lot to the show. And also, her dad and your mom are equally funny. Yes, okay. that's right. I think they're funnier than I am. Pam in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Pam. Hi, hi, Stephanie. Don't hi. forget. Mitch McConnell was called Moscow Mitch about that aluminum plant in Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I should do? Mm. Or you know what Biden should do? Just invoke the Insurrection Act, and any judge that doesn't want to follow the Constitution and try to overthrow the government, arrest them. No man is above the law. We were just talking about so. that, Pam. That like we, I just, I it makes my brain hurt. This whole. Uh, depending on how what's ruled that they, someone can run and be elected, but mm -hmm. they can't serve as president. Right. And I said these MAGA morons will still vote for him. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. go, oh, would you do a civil war? Would you do another insurrection? Because seriously, nothing will stop them from voting. Right. Because they think Trump is a victim of yeah. of the liberal I, media complex. But oh, and then you had a horrifying thought. You said. <laughs> Well, if, it, God forbid, he were elected and he couldn't serve, then... It, the vice president which, serves oh out his God, terms. Tucker Carlson! Oh, my God! <laughs> yeah. We better learn Russian. I told you I have plans. Yes. I'm, I'm looking into no, real estate No, you Mexico. got called a bad American on Twitter, and I agree. <laughs> they said, Jody's gonna, just going to be a coward and leave well, us here? Hell yeah. Also, she doesn't love America? You don't love America. Also, I don't care. You're staying here. No. The, the people without means <laughs> to do that are stuck here. And so I... Yeah, Jody. Yeah. So... Just drive yeah. across the border. Just not uh, everybody can take the Concord caviar right. and leave really? the United States. We're going with that? Really? <laughs> really? Other people on social media keep saying it. I'm not the one that keeps bringing it up. Whatever. Yeah, right. Michael in the What are they going to do? You, Come get me in Mexico? You, you've had caviar on the Concord. That's true. Uh -huh. <laughs> so <have> other people. <laughs> yeah. I've had Concord grapes. Those are good. Okay. <laughs> on Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Southwest. <laughs> no. Spirit. 
You've had Concord <laughs> break, grapes on spirit that you had to bring yourself. That's true. <laughs> right. It's even worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> they even, I don't think they've come up with a boarding group low enough for me. Was last time I was in six. Oh, Lonnie like, was in nine yesterday. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I think I have been lower. Yes. All right. 58 minutes after the hour. Dana Goldberg coming up. Yep. Stephanie Miller Show. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Um, I understand some Republicans are saying, we don't need any changes to law. Then why did we write, write HR 2? Why did, we, why did we do that? Why didn't Trump just shut down the border? If you just think we don't need any changes to lie. He couldn't. He had to make a deal with Mexico. And he did a great job doing that. No. Um, but he had to rely on literally international agreements to get it under control. We do need changes to lie. You gotta change those loopholes in asylum. You gotta raise the bar for asylum. You gotta make it very clear that there's no paroling. Yeah. Okay, Representative uh, Dan Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. He's got one good eye. Trump's like, you didn't need legislation. You just say the, the president just says shut it down. You can shut it down. Which, no, no, no. no. Computer no. says no. no, no. Um, Richard Chu from WCPT what? Chicago. What? No. What? What? Hi, Richard. Hi. Richard. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jody. Hi yeah. there. Um, you guys, I just want to send you safety and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that the rain has been crazy. When I was in school out there, I remember a couple of those... Uh, Terrible rainfall, so I knew you guys are staying safe and, and all yes. that. So we're just sending. I mean, it's 52 degrees in Chicago here today. So it's who warmer there. So it's here. warmer there than it is here right now. Yeah, <laughs> gonna go to Chicago know, to warm up. <laughs> yeah, in the come, winter. Come work out, Chris. Hop on a flight. Come here and work out together. With okay, me, so. you got it. You got it. I will get you here, and we will go to all your favorite old stomping grounds. Awesome. I promise you that. How did yes. you know Chris works out? <laughs> you know, somebody told me that the dude was. Uh, Chris, I have to share. I have to tell you this. Okay. okay. So when you guys were here in uh, September of 2022 uh-huh. yep. at the Harris Theater, yep. and we were downstairs before we went on the show, yep. you got to, we, you and I met for the first time formally, uh-huh. and my wife met you. So a couple of weeks ago we were talking, and I said, yeah, I just kind of said it off off the top of my head. I said, yeah. So Chris Lavoie was talking about blah blah blah, and she's like, Chris Lavoie, why do I know that name? And I went. Remember Chris, Stephanie, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. And this is what came out of her mouth next. So you're going to blush. She said, you mean the dude with the big-ass muscles? <laughs> <laughs> That's the dude. Aww. And we were hanging out backstage so, with, you know, John Cusack. So it's, yeah, Chris, it's that interesting night, Chris was the uh, headliner. Well, say hi to her for me. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I will, absolutely. So listen, guys, um, I just want to, before Dana jumps on, say she's been doing great work since 2024. Yeah. Give her her flowers. The, the shows that she's done throughout the country have been Aww. absolutely yes. phenomenal. Aww. So I know you're going to be busy with her this next hour, but definitely to send that out to you. And also, I have to self-promote, you know, the new show that we have here on CPT that's a lead-off for your show, yeah. Stephanie, is my new show called Choose Views, which I'm so thankful and right. humbled by that I get to have Monday through Friday. And the cool thing about it is every morning – I get to say, ooh, Stephanie's next. Uh-huh. Right after yeah. the show. Yeah, open for me, baby. Open <laughs> yeah. for me. Okay, <laughs> love you, Richard. You. I meant that in a dirty Thanks, way. Richard. Okay, speaking of which, real, not AI, it's real. Raised by a wild pack of juice, here's Dana Goldberg. Goldberg's here. Goldberg's here. 
voted one of the top five funniest lesbians in America. Come stick with you, baby, for a thousand years. Nothing gets better when Dana's here. Dana's here. I didn't have time to buy flowers, but thank you for all you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to Richard Chu in Chicago. He's a good, good man. Yes. Um, uh, and thank you. Uh, hopefully you've seen some of the shows live. If you're going to be in Bend, Oregon on March 8th, I'll be in Bend, Oregon. If you're in Fort Lauderdale on April 21st, I'll be at the Sunshine Cathedral. And in between there, I'm doing galas for nonprofits all around the country. So go to DanaGoldberg.com. Yeah. yeah, Bend for Dana. check it out. Yeah, Bend. Oh, ben, Stephanie. Ben. You know you want it. You she know really you is. She really, you're out of control. Yes, yeah, she is. Dirty, okay. dirty, I, you know dirty. why? You know why? Because you know the power of the Stephanie Miller show? We just had Kelly Carlin who's suing about the George Carlin AI right. special. Uh-huh. What comes across my news alerts? The FCC has outlawed AI-generated voices in robocalls. That, it's just, I'm going to say because just they just heard the Stephanie Miller How are they going to stop them? I don't know. Anyway. You have to report <laughs> it probably. I guess. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but then the damage is done. I know. Yeah. Dana, what I, we, I, Kelly made such good points. We were just saying it's so, first of all, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, you can't replicate someone's soul in their brain. You know, you can get their likeness, but, you know. It, it, you it, also can't replicate anyone's childhood trauma, which is why we are all so damn <laughs> funny. You, I mean, these you. computers have not gone through what we have gone through. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which, you just tweeted Tracy Chapman. That's all. That's the tweet. Um, (laughs) I was saying fast car was the first woman that broke my heart. So, and there is not a fast enough car to get you away from your first big heart. Yeah, Steffi, that when her when that camera panned in and showed Tracy's hand on the guitar, I literally burst out in tears. She is so beautiful. Her face is full of soul and life and kindness. It was so nice to see her perform publicly again. It's been decades. Yeah, but I, that's what we were saying, you know, that uh, Kelly's striking a blow for all people that are going to worry about their loved ones, you know, of getting, course. getting eaten by robots, you know. Because they're going to eat. Yeah, well. Yeah, they are. After they eat all the old people's medicine. Right, they yeah. eat our medicine first. Yeah. <laughs> Dana. Yes. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you retweeted Dan, who said, Mike Johnson got railroaded so hard his son's phone got a notification. And you said, when I say I scream laughed. <laughs> I mean, I scream laughed every once in a while. Someone writes a perfect tweet, and that was definitely one of them. Yeah, he had a tough day. I think there was a lot of porn that night. Yeah. Oh man. But you were saying, uh, you you said this whole intentionally scheduled a vote when a Democrat yep. was in surgery, and the Dems showed up and messed up their their boy math. I mean, and then they have the nerve to be mad, mad and go, "You tricked us." <laughs> Mike Johnson literally said the quiet part out loud. Yeah, we thought one of the Democrats was going to be out, and we we were wrong. You knew he was going to be out. And everyone, the morons on the other side, started tweeting me at that, and they were like, you don't seem to be upset about Steve Scalise going out. I'm like, the Republicans called the floor vote. They called a floor vote when they knew there was a Republican that was going to be out. That's their fault. Right, and AOC was like, we don't owe them giving us our count. (laughs) That's not how it works. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Marjorie Taylor Greene, you hit a Democrat from us. Really, did we? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You you tricked me. I love that they put her in charge of the impeachment, so of course it was a complete disaster. She was was. the impeachment manager. How'd that go? Um, Yeah, this is uh, (laughs) Representative uh, Tom McClintock on with uh, John McArdle. Took some heat from some of your Republican colleagues on that. Not sure if you saw Marjorie Taylor Greene's comments to reporters leaving that conference meeting, but this is about 40 seconds of it for you. 
Mr. McClintock said that he's not going to impeach my office today. He said it would unconstitutionally expand impeachment. What's your reaction to that? Well, my reaction is clearly he's not paying attention to the American people. And he is he's failing his oath of office. That's what I would say. I would say he needs to grow some courage and read the room. And then McClintock said. Well, instead of reading the room, I'd suggest that maybe she read the Constitution. Uh, that she took an oath to support and defend. And that Constitution very clearly lays out the grounds for impeachment. This dumbs down those grounds mm -hmm. dramatically and would set a precedent that could be turned against the conservatives on the Supreme Court or a future Republican administration mm -hmm. uh, the moment the Democrats take control of the Congress. Won't you know, but, yeah. Dana, we marinate in this, and I still can't believe these stories some days. Yesterday we talked about Marjorie Taylor Greene said Jim McGovern, she implied that he stays in the bathroom pooping too long. <laughs> complete with a poop emoji and he said what are you doing in the men's room and don't you have a clam meeting to go to and <laughs> <laughs> it's just, i mean yeah go ahead when marjorie taylor green tries to go up against anyone i don't know if you covered it obviously because i'm the thursday guest but the whole jamie raskin conversation oh, yeah. she's yes. like no you can't interrupt with this because all your questions are stupid and jamie was like what about a mediocre question an intelligent <laughs> question a smart question any question it was i mean jamie raskin and when he was said, so beautiful he said it wasn't indictable or even indictable um, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, yeah mike gallagher re republican uh, said impeachment not only would fail to resolve Mr. Biden's border crisis, but it would also set a dangerous new precedent that would be used against future Republican administrations. So, you know, he took all this crap from his colleagues. Mm -hmm. And I, meanwhile, it's just so, I've never seen it so naked, Dana, where I'm like going, wait, you're impeaching this guy for not doing the job that you just voted not to give him the tools to do. Right. right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. We are in agreement. All right. Uh, <laughs> give me 17. One last one. Hakeem Jeffries with a point about mm -hmm. Nancy Pelosi. Democrats under the leadership of President Biden and Speaker Pelosi, partnering with Senate colleagues, were able to do all that with the same exact margin that Republicans have right now. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it really, uh, it is amazing that, you know... <laughs> I think she made it look so easy, right? <laughs> you just, mm -hmm. they are just a well, complete disaster. she made disaster. it look easy because she would never bring a four no. vote if she did not have the number. She would never right. have done right. that. Right, right. No, exactly. Um, Dan, I don't know if you heard the story. We talked about it earlier, but it's just so on point. Um, <laughs> New York vigilantes take down Migrant on live TV, but he was from the U.S. As Sean Hannity was interviewing uh, the founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa, uh, a New York, they're a New York City-based vigilante group, obviously known for targeting immigrants. An off-screen disturbance took place as the camera panned to show group members confronting an unidentified man, pushing him to the sidewalk and placing him in a headlock. Curtis Lee was said, in fact, our guys have just taken down one of the migrant guys on the corner of 42nd and 7th where all this has taken place. They've taken over, he said. The man is not a migrant. He's from the Bronx. Mm -hmm. So right. he migrated, you know, from the Bronx to Manhattan, I guess. Um, police said... Uh, Sliwa claimed uh, claim the man had been caught uh, shoplifting. The police provided no evidence to support that allegation. Uh, while the, the disturbing altercation played out on national TV, Hannity blasted Democrats for the surge of Joe Biden's unvetted illegals in New York. Um, and that's because the so-called border czar is a little distracted right now, alluding to Kamala Harris, I guess. Yes. So they're beating up a guy on camera behind him that is not an illegal immigrant. And he's, I mean, I, we've reached peak stupid, haven't we? 
Absolutely. And we really do need to strengthen the border between Queens and Manhattan. I mean, I think that's been a problem for a really long time. <laughs> Clearly, if you saw Bonfire of the Vanities, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Miller. My biological clock is ticking like this. And the way this nightmare is going, I ain't never getting married. What? Okay, that's funny, Will. Will on Twitter said, Scientists try to train AI to imitate Stephanie Miller, but every time they ran the simulator halfway through, it turned into Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that refers funny. to my canceled that's late night television funny. show. That's, that's very funny. Very funny. That's very Danny funny. Bonaducci did the last <laughs> couple of weeks. Well, you were signed okay. for 13 weeks. They fired you after 12 and then brought in <laughs> Danny Bonaducci for the 13th week. Yes, week. yes. Uh-huh. All right, that's funny, Will. I'll give it up. That's very funny. Okay, that was very good. Um, I'm reading. uh, Dana Goldberg is uh, co-host of the Daily Beans and also was in a movie with Jody. Why was I not asked to be in that Leslie movie? I don't know. I don't either. Meredith Baxter was in it. Suzanne Westenhoff for all a lot of gays. All the Leslies. I was gay for pay. Yeah, you were only gay for pay. You're not even. (laughs) Yeah, Jody played a ninja too. I had a mullet. Mm. <laughs> it's turning me on. Did, really? You like mullets? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just because Jody's pretty and yeah, I love her already. That doesn't scan with you. Just dating, you know, even Jody tipping a, like a toe in the lady lake <laughs> is, is spicy. Okay, <laughs> spicy Jody. Mark in Portland, you're on with Dana Goldberg. Hey, uh, so I, I hear that there's a wardrobe, a change attire for Mike Johnson these days that. Uh, from now on, he has to become dressed as the gimp because every day is a good day for humiliation. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, that's uh-huh. a homemade comedy today. Yay! <laughs> um, oh, speaking of Les's, who was it? Did we say Missouri? There's a woman running for uh, something in Missouri, and she took a flamethrower yeah. to LGBTQ yeah. uh, themed books. Yeah. I just was saying, was, if you've read a book, you know that the people that burn the books are never on the right side of history. There's a but, book written no, about totally that. Totally normal. Totally normal. <laughs> I mean, I, they're just proud of it, mm-hmm. right? She's like, these will all be burned when I get in. I, 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 I don't, what has this happened, Dana? And what's got to be did is my question. I, 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 we, we make sure that the person never gets into office. I think yeah. that's the best thing we can do. Oh, we were so, well, also, which after Philadelphia, Moms for Liberty has mm-hmm. shut down? Yes. Because there was only three. A, three of them, which is enough for a three-way. And if you're, that seems like that's all required for a Moms for Liberty a chapter. Prereq. Yeah, but they yep. decided they, are, they have shut down now. There oh. was 200 of them, and then there were three. <laughs> okay, um, let's talk about the Middle East, because that's always fun. Uh, always. So Netanyahu has dismissed Hamas's proposals for a ceasefire and hostage deal as delusional. He insisted there's no alternative to complete victory over Hamas in Gaza. Uh, he notably did not suggest that Israel would abandon the ongoing discussions, that, which is obviously Blinken's over there, uh, Qatar, Egypt, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Blinken said there's still a, pl- a path to a deal. Uh, I mean, Dana, this is just, it is heartbreaking. It is dis- exhausting. As I said the other day, though, like on our side, we no one on this show doesn't think Palestinian lives matter. <laughs> Oh, right. it's like it just I get that it's an emotional conversation, but I know I've seen more reporting this morning that, you know, it, it, uh, Biden's going to go to Michigan to, you know, talk to Arab groups. Um, what is your take on where we are now with this or how it's going to impact things? 
I mean, listen, my take is that those of us who don't know exactly what's going on, which is 99% of the country, need to stop talking and listen. That's my take on it. I believe that no innocent people should be dying because of this. I also don't trust either side's leadership. Yeah, right. I just don't. And so I'm saying that as a Jewish woman, I'm not a fan of Bibi. And I do believe that Palestinians should have a, a safe place to live. And a, and a free state, it's just so hard when you use those terms because a sta- what this difference between a state and a nation, are they still going to be protected if it's just a state and they don't have to abide by national laws? Right. Like the leaders there. And then the other so heartbreaking is- thing is the aid that Hamas steals. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it is we're endlessly seeing, frustrating seeing- how to, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I'm just saying we're also seeing news stories from both sides. And you you just interviewed someone whose father is being recreated through AI. You have to question the articles you're seeing. You have to question what you're reading mm-hmm. and just learn. Look at history and learn. And I think everyone should be on the side of empathy. Innocent children, women and innocent men should not be dying on both sides of this. It's a horrible war. It's a horrible, it's a horrible situation. Yeah. No, I mean, I, that's the thing. You've got to be able to say, uh, um, you know, the, obviously your heart is breaking for innocent civilians in Gaza dying, but also for the b- hostages that are currently, I'm sure, being tortured and raped. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It just, it is. I read an article <sighs> and it said half of the hostages are already dead. Yeah. yeah. There was a terrorist attack on October 7th in Israel. And unfortunately, a lot of that has been lost because of what people are seeing as a genocide in Gaza. And I understand that, but we cannot forget that October 7th right. actually happened. And it seems like it's being washed under the, under the rug. It's yeah. frustrating. And all these hostages are currently being held, you know, yes. if they're alive. And what's come yeah. from it is horrifying. It yeah. is horrifying. I don't know how to fix this. This is why I stay quiet and I listen. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. Because I don't necessarily believe either I, exactly. side is going to follow a ceasefire. I think Hamas and Netanyahu should be removed from the situation. I just don't know how you do it. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. you accomplish Exactly. That. I agree with you. 29 minutes after the hour. You know, I, everything just is better. It That's is. my general feeling. Yep. No. Because yeah. Dana Goldberg. You're right. I agree. On the Stephanie Miller Show. pass the buck and say that, oh, any president can walk in and secure the border. I saw former President Trump make that allegation earlier today on one of his social media posts. All a president has to do is declare the border is closed and it's closed. Well, with all due respect, that didn't happen in 2017, 18, 19, and 20. There were millions of people who came into the United States during those four years. Hmm. Thank you once again, Chip Roy, for another fantastic ad for Joe Biden. Uh, he is, by the way, both a, a Republican congressman and a uh, Roy Rogers slash putt-putt in uh, Outside Lubbock. Uh-huh. 
And okay. don't don't forget the location outside of Amarillo. Oh, that's true. That's a new oh, location. Right. That's the chain has expanded. Yeah, the Chip Roy's. It's right. a chain. There's another Chip Roy. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Dana. Hi. <laughs> it's chain migration. His stores are actually expanding <laughs> to other parts of Texas. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, because I mean, that's how immigration works, apparently, according to people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, speaking of trying to rewrite history from the Trump years, I mean, I, this is just another U.S. trade deficit narrowed in 2023 to the smallest in three years. Latest figures add to a series of positive eco- uh, economic news for Biden. Um, and I know, you know, one poll has Biden up by several points, but I, I keep I can't help the one statistic about people think Biden, Trump's better for the economy. It's not like I get it in 2016. The media did a horrible job. They're like, oh, he's a businessman. He'll probably be good for the economy. But now he he made a wreck of the economy. I mean, I it was, what was the employment rate? I don't even remember the exact number. Six point something. Oh, yeah. Almost seven or whatever when he. And when, I think it's what, 3.7? Yes. When Biden like, took, yeah. how, is that, how is there any dispute? about who the economy is better under. Dan. There is zero dispute amongst the people who actually believe in facts. There's obviously a lot of dispute on the other side who are believing all the BS that's coming out of Fox News. I just hope that between now and the election, they continue to put these numbers up, make commercials out of them, have it in their face, and put it on places that aren't just an echo chamber for Democrats. We have to reach a large number of independents that realize the country is in better shape right now than it was four years ago. Yeah. By the way, I'm mentioning 2016, did I have I ever told you that I'm going to die mad about oh, no, what about what, what about what exactly Hillary about what this oh country, yes yes, this country yes did I to Hillary I've, I, I, I recall a little bit of that yes. yeah 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 uh, oh have I mentioned that you can get your Hillary was right about everything mm-hmm. T-shirt and also uh, I'm going to die mad uh-huh. T-shirt yes, about 2016 at Miller dot yes oh here she is last night okay Tucker Carlson is in Moscow right now interviewing Vladimir Putin right. The first American, I'll say, journalist uh, to interview Putin since the war in Ukraine mm-hmm. began. What does that tell you about Tucker Carlson and right-wing media and also Vladimir Putin? Well, it shows me what I think we've all known. He's what's called a useful idiot. I mean, if you actually read translations of what's being said on Russian media, they make fun of him. I mean, he's like a puppy dog. You know, he somehow has, after having been fired from so many outlets in the United States, he, uh, I would not be surprised uh, if he emerges with a contract with a Russian outlet because he is a useful idiot. I just, do you ever torture yourself by thinking how much better things would be if Hillary Clinton were in her second term now? Mm. Or going to, I don't whatever, I've lost track of time. But I, it's just, the mind reels, doesn't it? It really does. You know, you try and see the collateral beauty of of this horrible situation with 2016, and it's hard. I mean, a lot of these people that have been put in prison and that have been, well, a lot of them are actually um, pardoned, unfortunately, with their federal crimes. But I'm not sure all this would have been brought to light had she won the election. And trust me, it's not a good trade-off for me, but I'm trying to find some sort of of sunlight in, in in that darkness that was the 2016 election. Yeah, one last one but also because it's a sign that there are people in this country right now who are like a fifth column for Vladimir Putin. And why, I don't know. I mean, why are certain Republicans throwing their lot in? Why are, you know, other Americans basically believing uh, Putin? Why did Trump believe Putin more than our 11 intelligence agencies? Hmm, I don't know, do you have a working theory? I think I do have a working theory. (laughs) 
I'm just, it's just what just happened with Ukraine funding. I mean, it's just Putin's wish list, Dana. And someone was tweeting, not just a thank you for 2016 for interfering and installing Trump and helping Republicans. It's a down payment for 2024. I mean, absolutely. I know you and Allison from Mueller, she wrote initially, I'm sure are concerned about Russian, you know, Hillary in 2024. Oh, absolutely. The stakes I think couldn't be higher for, for Putin. Absolutely. 100% agree. I think more than ever, there's going to be election interference. That's one of those things, and they keep saying, we got to get out and vote in numbers that are too hard to manipulate, and it, it counts for this election again. you got to bring everyone who does not vote with you. All the people that always get out and you know defend our democracy are going to get out. Find someone who doesn't believe their vote counts anymore and convince them that it does. Yeah. And there's, you know, on cue, MSNBC just aired footage of, you know, Bobby Kennedy Jr. in 2000 saying a third party candidate helps Republicans get elected when he was talking about Nader, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just I just have to hope that people actually end up, you know, nine months from now, whatever it is, actually care about our democracy enough to, you know, put their own egos and whatever else aside or their own single issues, you know. I, I don't know how we recover from this in my lifetime, but I sure hope there's a path to it because this is going to be exhausting otherwise. Oh, God. Michael in the Bronx, you're on with Dana. Hey, Mike. Hey, everybody. Yeah, go ahead. You know, number one, why are we having this discussion regarding the 14th Amendment? Because it's pretty much cut and clear. You command insurrection. You cannot serve in any public office whatsoever. No hearing, no discussion on the matter, no appeal, nothing just like any other sports game. But then I saw some tweets from our friend Dean Obadala, who's watching these uh, proceedings. Damn it, it looks like Alito legislating from the bench once again trying to help the Trump lawyer. But Sotomayor, she's kicking major butt yeah. trying to stick to the constitutional grounds. Yeah, and I think Well, I think that's what, Chris, you were just saying. that well, It yeah. seems like all of the justices, Dana, are annoyed with Trump's lawyers. Right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're frustrated. Yeah. It seems like, you know, yeah, I, I haven't heard any of the, the testimony or anything like that, but I, I've been reading like little yeah. snippets here and there. And it seems like everyone is frustrated at Trump's attorneys. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, mean, I think part of it is we know that three of what three of these justices were installed yeah. by yeah. Trump. Right. Psychophants. Yeah. So right. it's one of those things where they probably want to be able to protect their boy. But when you have the worst lawyer standing in right. front of you arguing the most absurd arguments mm-hmm. that yeah. even those justices that are bought and paid for yeah. during the Trump administration are, feel like their backs up against the wall because they're like, this guy's an idiot. You're not making our job very easy. Yeah. Even Amy Coney Barrett has been taking the Trump lawyer to task. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dana, it just, I, I, I was saying, it is just hard to wrap your mind around what kind of unbelievable show we should we could be in for in the fall like i was saying this whole thing if you know that you can run and be elected but you can't serve what and what would happen in that i mean it's just you're like i can't believe we're in this situation and the immunity ruling i mean obviously all the legal experts are saying you know the supreme court's not going to hear it trial's going to go ahead in the spring but i don't know like you say there's an i this supreme court I'm not confident that they won't find a way to, you know, because, by the way, giving him a stay would be the same as giving him immunity. Yep. If they can exactly. help delay this till after the election, right? 
Right. And I see if anything's going to happen where the Supreme Court can get away with something without looking like they're highly partisan toward Trump, even though that's almost impossible now, it is to put a stay on this case. Because it, like you said, if they kick it back to the lower court, the, the trial is going to happen before the election. So I'm hoping that they do not do that. But we have to hold our breath at this point and just hope for the best. Yeah, really, truly. Well, and speaking of which, Judge Cannon, you know, I don't know what you're if you've seen all the latest on that. But, you know, I'm hoping there's a real that you know Lawrence Tribe thinks there might be a real way to get rid of her because she's becoming so obvious in her uh you know and now obviously there's a witness that looks like is endangered in this case but she's so obviously putting her thumb on the scale for Trump yeah I do hope that there's a case I hope he's right I, I would love for it to happen sooner than later it's awful that that case is being held up as much as it is because it's it's pretty cut and dry all of the experts think it's pretty cut and dry but you have to have a judge that's actually going to let it go forward yeah. Uh, Kevin in D.C., you're on with Dana. Hey, Kev. Yes, uh, good, good morning. Uh, I just want to make sure I heard a, a lovely thing I thought I heard. Did you say that there's a movie with Dana and Jody in it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it has a lesbianic theme. Yes. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, yes. oh not, not, not that that matters to me at all. No. No. Oh, no. Hot girl on girl, <laughs> not for you. No, thank you. No, no. Oh, Absolutely <laughs> not. Why would I be interested in such a wonderful... Uh, anyway, right. focus, focus. Okay, focus. yeah, go ahead. Uh, um, uh, what you said about about uh, uh, Hillary, I just caught the um, interview, if, you're, if that's the one you're talking about, what um, um, she had last night. Caught it, the, uh, yeah. caught it this morning. Oh, my God. Yes, with Alex Wagner. Please go ahead. Please someone tell me. Yes. Yeah, please someone tell me again. I learned... I only need to touch the stove once and knew that that wasn't a good idea. I only need to see women react negatively to men catcalling them once to know that, they, hey, they don't like that. By the same token, how did we live through an eight-year wide-awake nightmare where people playing that same crap, I can't vote for uh, Gore because he's not uh, sufficiently whatever. Then we do it again with Trump, and we've still got to sweat. With every, with every criteria, Biden's great economy, Biden handling several things at once that would drive people 30 years younger than him and crazy um and he's handling it well why are we still sweating how can how can you not learn from the chump and the bush experiences to know that you don't get your pony and <laughs> and letting them win is not a solution to it yeah what, what, or or like i keep saying Dana, like there's any analogy to you know biden and uh, gaza and let's say george w bush and iraq right. like oh my god you know or, or people have talked about vietnam i mean it's so insane to me this is not biden's war i mean no. i was saying yes i would love for netanyahu to be gone but it's a democracy how do we do that exactly you know well we didn't he actually lose and then somehow got reinstated so i know it's a yeah. democracy but something squirrely is going on over yeah. there during the He's election a far-right crook just like trump yep i mean yeah, yeah but Anyway, I yeah, no, I was just saying, but I, I, I mean, I know when I have Bush flash, flashbacks and I do, and I think of, you know, I, I agree exactly with what Bobby Kennedy said then about voting for Nader because I'm like, oh, my God, uh-huh. we, we didn't, yeah. atta- we attacked the wrong country. We killed, we killed hundreds of thousands of innocent civilians, mm-hmm. right? I mean, what a disaster. The, you forget what a disaster the George Bush presidency was because right. Trump's was an even bigger one.
Isn't that crazy? You're right. I yeah. mean, during that time, we had so many of us that were like, I miss, I miss George Bush a little bit. He's a war criminal, but at least he's dumb, you know? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, lied about weapons of mass. I don't even get me started. I just, these are the headlines we have to live through today. Shameless Kellyanne Conway is manipulating syphilitic Trump to become <laughs> VP. Well, that's a we great deserve headline. that headline. It's a great headline. We deserve it. <laughs> Kellyanne Conway re- recently wrote a piece for the New York Times making recommendations for who he should select as VP. Uh, the Daily Beast says the entire point of the column, uh, Conway column does manipulate Trump into selecting her as VP. <laughs> Daily Beast says uh, Conway is shameless enough to unlock the keys to Trump's syphilitic mind with a combination of all-out flattery and the promotion of Trump's business interests. She happily promoted Trump's brand during her time in the White House to the point that the Office of Special Counsel recommended she be fired for multiple violations of the Hatch Act. Further, she understands that loyalty as obsequiousness is precisely what Trump desires. Um, yeah, she is, uh, she was of all the snakes, right. she might be the snakiest. She really is. I'm so grateful that at least, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't imagine they're still in the same house. I haven't been following their relationship. But oh, they're, at least they're George separated, Conway is, aren't they? Or they're, they're separated. They're separated. Yeah. Yeah. And her daughter, I mean, also not a big fan of her own mother, which is a beautiful <laughs> thing. That I mean, the bottom line, though, is like, she, Kellyanne wasn't always like this either. I'm not saying she was ever a good person, but didn't she, wasn't she on to, um, Ted Cruz's yes, campaign? She was. Before? Yes, she Oh, was. yeah. Said you know, all the things we've all said about Trump and worse. When she yeah. was working for Tech, she's just a soulless. Oh, do we she have is. it? Oh, we, Jody's telling me we do have a hidden microphone at uh, uh, Kellyanne, Con- Kellyanne and uh, uh, what is her name? Claudia Conway's mm-hmm. house. Why yes. can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? Mm. Why can't you treat me like mm. I would be treated by any stranger on the street? Because I am not. One of your fans! Okay. No chewing of scenery at all. None. None at all. Apologize for that invasion of privacy in the Conway household. (laughs) 48 minutes after the hour. Back with the remaining moments with Dana Goldberg on The Stephanie Miller Show. Now that just seems intentionally confusing. It's The Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Get it. Get it. Get it. Come get it. Dana Goldberg's here. DG Comedy on all the uh, socials. Go uh, worship her. See her live. Please. Yeah. Please Daily do. Beans. MSWmedia.com. Get on that Instagram. Um, We were uh, talking, obviously, about... Just the uh, Supreme Court. The, uh, all the justices seem annoyed with Trump's lawyers, which is a kind of a thing. Yeah. Starting with Alina Hama. Bless, Bless you. you. Thank you. Um, a civil rights group has joined the fight to keep Trump from holding office again with an argument that gives the U.S. Supreme Court a dose of their own medicine. The brief gives the Supreme Court's originalists who believe the Constitution should be interpreted as it would have been in the era it was written, a taste of their own medicine. Uh, conservative justices Thomas, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett are self-declared originalists, uh, and Alito has also described himself that way. Um, but, you know, I was saying, Dana, they don't, there's just so much hypocrisy on the whole states' rights thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> depending on what the issue is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Oh, you want me to continue? Oh, you're <laughs> <guess>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
Let me just pick up that ball. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Um, and yeah, that one back to you. Yeah. A group of experts expressed fear the Supreme Court's decision on Trump's uh, whether Trump's ruining the ballot could inspire more political violence. I hate this argument that you know, yeah. like we gotta give the inmates the asylum because we can't. We just don't want to make them mad, right? He, she said, um, violence is likely no matter what happens. Uh, if the Supreme Court doesn't disqualify Trump and he continues his campaign, his speech campaign style will probably generate so many violent incidents. Should Trump lose the election, his disbelieving supporters are likely to engage in major violence, while Trump's ability to draw out large crowds now has been dented by fear of false flags, DOJ's beheading of the Oath Keepers and other factors. His capacity will likely return after months of campaigning. Um, I, this should just, I feel like this should paint no role in how are the lunatics going to react. A hundred percent. If there is a someone saying there's going to be violence either way, then keep him out of the White House. Because mm -hmm. I would much rather us deal with some violence on the streets that is temporary instead of four more years of people feeling emboldened and empowered to kill trans people in the streets, to kill black people in the streets, to take away women's reproductive health rights and anyone else that can birth a child. I would much rather deal with a temporary whatever blow up is going to happen if they keep him out of the White House than four more years of this crap. And that's assuming he even leaves. If yeah. he gets back in there, he will. He'll. He's going to be a White House squatter. That's mm -hmm. what he's going to turn into. Oh, God. Um, yeah, this is another story of what I was just saying. Trump defense in Colorado case could topple authority of state courts. Um, I think one expert said, I think the outcome is going to be that the court does not disqualify Trump um, from being on primary, presidential primary ballots. It's, long, it's been presumed that when a state Supreme Court makes a factual finding, the Supreme Court is supposed to defer to that. Yep. It really can't mess with the factual findings uh, of a state Supreme Court. However, uh, Trump's lawyer here essentially said there's no reason for the court to give any deference to that. Um, I mean, it, it is amazing how, you know, I think uh, Allison Gill, who we had on Monday, your, your co-host, um, pointed out that it's just so ridiculous how he just they think we have no short-term memory at all when you know you are he argues like oh i'm not i'm not an officer of the, of the you know right. the united yes, states when right. he wants you know the doj to defend him from eugene carroll and then like oh now i am a, I, I mean it's all of his argument they're never legal arguments right. they're political arguments that are convenient for him Absolutely. And hopefully at least the courts are keeping track of all of the flip flopping. That's all. I mean, that's truly all we can hope. Obviously, Trump judges are going to turn a blind eye to some of it. But hopefully there's enough people in the judiciary that are actually going to uphold the Constitution. But they don't. That's, I mean, they, yeah. they say out loud now they don't they don't believe the law applies to them. Greg Abbott can say, oh, no, no, I, I don't care what the Supreme Court says. Mm -hmm. Right. And, that and, one's actually a that one is mo even more unnerving, I think, that you've got a governor of a state saying, yeah, I know the federal government is supposed to be in charge of this, but I'm ignoring them. Like yeah. that right there yeah. is is terrifying. Yeah. 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 Um, so the other thing we're I, I guess we, in all the hubbub of the Supreme Court, the Judge Engoron uh, thing, is that still going to be this week? We think we don't I don't, don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's he still has some splinting to do, yep. as Ricky Ricardo would say, about the, <laughs> the, this $50 million loan. Like, I don't know whether, it, like, every time there's going to be a judgment on something, it seems like more criming happens mm -hmm. than, like, the yeah. Weisselberg perjury. So now he has to take that into account. And I think it's all going to end up worse for Trump. But it's just, I know they just discovered this thing, this other $50 million loan that he mm -hmm. lied about. So do you feel like that could be slowing down anger on making the, the actual final judgment? 
I honestly don't know, but I imagine that as things get un, it, it it makes you wonder if it's his team that starts is starting to release all these other crimes because if that's what's actually delaying his case, <laughs> no, 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 wait, he's not be, done. He's not done crime. He's not done. No, no. It, you can't. Don't make judgment. We're not done yet. Here's something else, and then they're like, all right, well, we have to take this into consideration because it's, now it's been put before the court. See, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Republicans that are doing this. It's yep. a unique legal theory, right? All right, love you, Dana Goldberg. See you next week. Well, bye, everybody. Bye.